Hey, I'm Jen Tsui. I'm a certified life coach on a mission to guide women in doing the deep inner work necessary to liberate their true selves and create the incredible life they dream of living. This is the Fantastical Life Podcast. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the Creating a Fantastic Life podcast. I'm Jen, as usual. And today we are talking all about how to have fun and defining fun, because I don't think many people actually think about what it means to have fun. Like, what does fun literally mean? How does it feel in your body? How do you know you're having fun? Um, And we want to talk about this because I've been seeing this come up more and more for my clients um, and also for myself, just like, questioning what is fun even to me? How do I know I'm having fun? Um, I have a group of friends and we call ourselves like the baby grandmas because, you know, we we like to go to bed earlier. Um, I'm like the least grandma of them all, I think. But, you know, we like to just like cook and read. We don't drink alcohol like ever, rarely ever. Um, And we don't do like you know, huge, crazy parties, we don't really go clubbing, you know, and that's what traditionally you think of when you think of fun or like what the media has sold you, right? Um, And by the time you listen to this, I'm going to be in Australia, I'm going to be in Melbourne, which is my soul city. I love it there. It's incredible. I studied abroad there for, um, you know, half a year. And during my time there, I had an incredible experience and I had so much fun. It was like probably the first time in my life or I felt like I experienced fun and I was so present in my life. So that's also part of what's kind of prompted this is that I had to give myself the privilege, the permission to go have fun, to have fun in my business, with my business and outside of my business. And to trust that as I do more things in my fun, that's actually going to be one of the best returns on my like best investments that I can make that has like one of the highest returns on my investments right highest ROI if you will um on my businesses because when I feel good when I'm lit up when I am in my fun that is what allows me to create to show up with the energy that I want to to help others find their fun to help others open up their lives and that is a huge part of what I do is I help people live the life that they want to live right not just problem solve for all these things in their life that they think is terrible right now but to go past that and to help them start thriving so i've been um working with clients who have been talking about how they've been wanting to make a change in their lives and i think especially now like at the middle point of 2022 people are starting to see like okay there's a transition here right either um like their goals that they wanted to hit this year, redefining them, challenging themselves to do something new or doubling down on it. And I've also been seeing like a lot of challenges come up in relationships where people are questioning um, their friend groups. They are questioning like who they are and all those things. I think fun is a big part of this. So fun is highly misunderstood by the media and misconstrued by so many people by labeling certain things like as fun without actually enjoying it, right? Like people who, if you have a friend group, who all go out and drink and go out to parties and like do coke on the weekends and like whatever. Um, And that's like, oh, we like go out and like have fun every weekend. Have you ever questioned if that's actually enjoyable to you? Is it, is it actually fun or is it just pleasurable? Because there's a difference. 
And then there's people who are doing all these things that are like labeled as boring and then have to downplay the fun that they get out of it. I have a soul sister in coaching. Her name is Yolanda. And we were talking about fun and she was saying how she feels like she's really boring. She is, you know, a few decades older than me and I absolutely adore her. And her husband is like a Tibetan monk. And she's very into like that spirituality, Buddhism, like side of things, just like presence and like to go on hikes and just, you know, enjoy nature. And that is like her fun, right? Just doing these more calm things. And traditionally that would not be seen as fun. That'd be like, oh, you're boring. You're just like, what? maybe you're active or whatever, but it's not necessarily labeled as fun. But this is what I want to help differentiate for you guys. Is fun simply pleasure? Is fun simply the amount of pleasure that you can get from something? Is it simply a dopamine hit? Is it just the serotonin levels that raise when you do a certain activity? Or is it something more? And I am of the, of the side that it is more. It is way more than that. To me, fun requires an element of novelty. It has an element of challenge, is intriguing, interesting, or innovative. It's stimulating, whether it's mentally stimulating or physically stimulating. I want a level of excitement, an element of like an unknown and be actively participating in it. And to me, fun also may come with pain. It may come with unpleasurable moments. It may come with learning or refining a skill, but fun always presents an opportunity to get into a flow state. And it requires me to be unguarded, right? Not worrying about who I am with, what others think and etc. Like being lighthearted is another thing that fun requires. It's not taking myself or others or the task at hand too seriously. And overall, it's enjoyable. And where that comes from is not in my brain of what I'm thinking. That is in my body. Enjoyment is felt in my body and that is a telltale sign that I am having fun. So no, fun is not just pleasure. These quick dopamine hits that you get from drugs or concerts or whatever, it's not to say none of those things are fun. Look, I will take an edible and have a really fun time um, just like joking with my friends and eating good food and whatever, right? So I'm not like, don't do drugs, kids. But if you are seeing yourself like kind of relying on alcohol or weed or cocaine or whatever else, shrooms, I don't know. If you're relying on uh, the next concert, the next rave, the next nightclub bar event, and that is like where you're getting your sort, main source of like serotonin and excitement and stimulation in life. Check in with yourself to see if that's actually enjoyable to you. And my best bet is that it's actually probably not. That there's elements of it that you enjoy that are fun, but it's not because of the alcohol. It's not because of the drug. It's not because of the setting. It's probably more so because of the people that you're with and who you are when you're having fun. Ask yourself like, who are you? when you have fun. Because it's not gonna be, most likely, not gonna be, right, the person who's worried about work, the person who's always thinking about the tasks that they have to get done, the person who's worried about money and thinking about how they can or cannot do certain things when they're with their friends because of money. They're not going to be the type of person who's always gonna be going outside of what they 
actually want to do and spend money when they don't want to spend money and eat food that they don't want to eat and go to places that they don't really want to go just to be with the people that they think are their friends that they think that they should do because they're afraid of missing out. Doing things to avoid FOMO is not fun. <laughs> Doing things because you want to is fun. Saying no to things because you want to, because you know you don't want to do those things, because there's something else you'd rather do that you think is more fun, is fun. A friend of mine was saying that for her, fun has an element of being relaxed. And I thought this was so interesting. So I wanted to explore more with her. And what we saw was that it wasn't like physical relaxation. It's not like meditation and taking baths and doing yoga is, is fun. I mean, it can be fun, don't get me wrong. But that's not necessarily what the fun is, right? That's not the type of relaxation that creates fun. The relaxation that creates fun is the emotional relaxation. In other words, when your nervous system is just in an unactivated state so that you can just be yourself. Because when you are authentic, when you just say what's on your mind, when you do things, when you um, are allow yourself to be unguarded and connect authentically, that is fun. That is like what begets fun. When you're not caring about what you're saying or doing the wrong things or if you're being judged, like... That's what allows you to do whatever the thing is. So earlier I had mentioned like stimulation as a part of fun, right? And to me, that's like, I want a level of excitement. There's probably going to be an element of the unknown, um, which could be anything from a sport that I'm playing, right? Even though I've played that sport before, but it's a new game. So I don't know how it's going to go. Right. So that element of unknown all the way to like going on an unplanned adventure and just walking around like downtown Chicago, for example, and just seeing what comes up like that element of unknown is also there. Um, and then active participation is a big part of it, too. Like, I love a good movie. I'm really excited to see Doctor Strange and Thor, like when they come out this year, the new ones. But that's not necessarily fun. Like, it's going to be great. I'm going to feel really good it's gonna be really pleasurable but it's not necessarily fun because i'm kind of just sitting and watching right like i don't feel that fun being fulfilled when i like sit down to watch a good show even though it's great and i feel like mentally i've gone through this adventure and i feel like i've escaped from reality that's not necessarily fun though like that's very pleasurable has elements of what fun means to me but is not purely just fun an adventure something that I'm looking forward to, something that surprises me. Those things are part of what's stimulating to me for me to label it as fun. Like when you go do something that you didn't necessarily want to do, like for me, I don't like escape rooms. I've never done one though. And I just don't like really like the idea of it. But if a bunch of my friends were like, no, we're going to go to the escape room. It's going to be so much fun. I really want you to come. And I'm like open to it because I've never done it. I'd be like, okay, yeah, let's go. And maybe I actually really get into it. Maybe I really enjoy it. And so that element of surprise allows me to see like, oh, actually that is something I, that's fun, right? You're happily surprised that it was actually really fun. And that is a, the element of like novelty meets challenge, meets intriguing, meets stimulating, and comes with that pleasurable moment. Even something like people watching can be fun to you. And I think I find it fun sometimes because my brain is like stimulated, right? It's coming up with stories of like people's lives and like noticing certain things. And that can be fun for a little bit. I have a client who is moving cross country. It's like the first time that she's ever moved. She just graduated. And she was talking about wanting to 
be more like live a more interesting life kind of and she just like has that inkling to make a change and to have more fun and that's kind of what prompted like this whole conversation of what does it really mean to have fun what's the difference between pleasure and do you think of pain as part of fun and I do I think it doesn't have to but that's why I say it may come with pain or unpleasurable moments and she was saying how like the way that she saw that was okay yeah if she's like driving across country um moving to a new place she could get like a flat tire on the road but that's interesting not necessarily pleasurable in the moment but it can be fun um and when i was in hawaii back in december it was my first time in hawaii first day there we were really excited i was there with um sam my partner his brother and his brother's roommate and we were all sharing a rental car and his brother's roommate rides motorcycles. So he wanted to rent out a motorcycle so that he could, you know, um, go around the island and have fun. So we went to go drop him off to go get that. He was tailing us back to our hotel and the clutch just like broke. It just like stopped working. And so we, thankfully we were at a stop and it just like wasn't restarting. So we had to pull over to the side was like a two hour detour kind of, of just waiting for this guy whose motorcycle was to come out and, you know, help repair it. He was at like Home Depot. Um, and, you know, we're just on the side of the road in Hawaii. But I'm like, yo, we're in Hawaii. This is all part of the fun. Like unexpected things, even though they might be a hassle to deal with, can still be part of the fun. And, you know, if you want to get kinky here for a little bit, <laughs> then you know what I mean when I say pain can be pleasurable, right? Pain can be part of the fun. Okay, so here are some of the things also that I do in my life that are fun. Being an entrepreneur, taking risks. I think taking risks is part of fun. Like, and part of that too is learning a skill or refining a skill, right? So in the fun of entrepreneurship, it hits all of that. Like work is so fun for me. Obviously not all the time, but a lot of the times it is so fun for me, which is I think one of the reasons why I've been able to stick with entrepreneurship and grow my business over the last three years and not get bored because I find I keep finding ways for it to be fun. I keep wanting to learn things. And I've recently been on this huge learning kick where I have been taking like classes. I took a class on how to like anti-gas lighting in coaching, um, ADHD in coaching and neurobiology um, or the like, neuroscience and like neurobiology behind trauma and how that applies to psychotherapy and tools and techniques that people use for to help integrate your brain and body. Like all these things are so exciting to me and I've been reading like really interesting books. All of them are so fun. And I think it's because like it has that challenge aspect of it. It comes with that learning and refining my skill set. And I think that is so fun. Even like social media, like there are moments where I am sick of social media, but that's not because of social media itself. It's because the way that I've been using it, right? If I'm like consuming too much and not really creating as much. But when I create, it is so much fun. Like creating in general is fun for me. But like sharing my life on social media, sharing insights and perspectives on life, challenging popular beliefs because I disagree with them and I want to say my piece because it's like social media and my profile is like my front porch and I can say whatever the fuck I want on my property, right? And if you don't like it, you can get out. 
So even like hate comments and stuff can be kind of fun. Obviously, like my nervous system gets triggered like the first time I see something. And it's like as long as it's not pure hate, um, but like people who want to be snarky, I think it's kind of funny because it actually gives me an opportunity to create more content. Like I had a TikTok that went semi-viral and there was a bunch of comments on it that people were like really not vibing with what I said. Uh, and then there were some people who were. But I was taking like the comments that people were not vibing with because they were like, oh, like maybe you just haven't experienced like hard things or like trauma. And I was like, LOL, it's actually because I experienced all those things that I can say this. And so I created like a response TikTok to that. And like that whole process is <laughs> kind of fun. Obviously, there's elements that are not, but there are elements that there are. Um, so I was saying how creating in general is fun um, and like there's that two sides. I have a podcast episode on this, I think, earlier within the 12 days of of breakthroughs, like 12 days of Christmas type of thing. I was talking about creating versus consuming. And both can have elements of fun. And I think creating has that element of intriguing, interesting, being innovative, doing something simulating, um, getting into a flow state. Like I have more of an opportunity to do that when I'm like creating and so I've been like writing poetry on and off for like the first time in a decade and that has been great I took like a painting class with my partner and we like drank boba and like painted and it was pretty fun it wasn't challenging enough to me though but there are elements that were so fun I want to take an improv class and I'm really anticipating that like it sounds really exciting to me I love event planning. That is so, so, so fun for me. Like I fucking love event planning. I have had daydreams in college about like dropping out of college and becoming an event planner, uh, which spoiler alert, there's going to be an event, like a really big, exciting event in the Solopreneur Collective that I think is going to happen probably six months in because it's a year long container. And I don't want to give away too much, but I want it to be a live event where we can all meet in person. So if you are an entrepreneur or want to start a business, want to start your coaching business, want to start, I don't know, being an influencer, like you just have that creative entrepreneurial spirit within you and you want to explore that and take action on it, like join the Solopreneur Collective. Um, like seriously, get on the wait list. It's going to be fucking lit. <laughs> and I get to flex my event planning um, thing that I, I want, my event planning interest if you will i love starting projects love watching them come to life so i used to make homemade cards like birthday cards and graduation cards and stuff and that was really fun for me sports are fun certain sports are really fun for me um over quarantine sam and i have picked up tennis and so that was really fun um because i'm shit at tennis and we were playing like cross multiple courts and the thing with sports though is that it can become mundane which is why i stopped working out actually like uh, i was a personal trainer and group fitness instructor for those of you who don't know and towards the end of me like not staying in that workout routine i was really trying to stay in it i was using like the monkey bars at the gym that actually ended up being too easy so i started doing the spartan challenge which is like a timed challenge and just started to try to break my time every time i did it and I wanted to do like Spartan races or like Tough Mudder and stuff like that. But then COVID hit. So yeah, like getting back into it. I like wanted to get back into class pass. I think that was really fun. 
Um, I did that for a month and took some really fun classes like aerial, like Pilates or something. Um, so if you have any recs, DM me on Instagram. Love to hear it. And I think one thing that I'm going to claim to be fun that I want society to, to reclaim and for you to reclaim to be fun is reading. I read a lot of personal development books, psychology, like conceptual books, like The Soul of Money versus a how-to book. And I think books have been demonized to be boring and grandma-ish. Like I have friends who knit and crochet and do all these things. And I think those are so incredible. Like no one can tell you that what you're doing is not fun because fun is your, your version of fun and it is your truth. And what other people do as fun, I think are completely like, bullshit, boring, I hate this, like, I'm not a fan of it, right? And that doesn't take away from their fun that they're having. It's just, that's not fun to me. So I think being able to really ask yourself, like, what is fun is imperative to you being able to live an enjoyable life. Because at the end of the day, like, I think that is what fun is. It's like, even with challenges, even when uh, things don't go your way, even in you know, the pain of it, if there is any, there is still so much fun because it was enjoyable overall. So fun isn't even just like one point in time and like one activity or like one night out or one game. Fun can be like overall, like life in general, I think is fun. And trust me when I say like, I have gone through the pain and the really unfun parts where I wanted to unalive myself. And yet here I am still saying life is fun because that is the truth of it. There is the ups and downs, the unknown, like that is part of the fun. That's why you don't watch a movie by reading everything that happens in it first and then go watch it. That ain't as fun. Okay, it's not as fun. It can still be fun because you're still going through the ride visually. But that element of not knowing how something turns out, how the girl gets the guy, how they get into college, how, you know, the hero defeats the villain, even though you know that's probably what's gonna happen, watching the how and being in that unknown, not having everything planned out, taking the risk, it being intriguing and stimulating, that is what comes with the fun. That is what allows you to have enjoyment. So I wanna leave you with these questions like the questions that I've already asked about like how would you define fun and what fun means to you and who are you when you have fun and I want to add just to that what do you need to give yourself permission to have more fun what are the things that you have labeled as fun that you say you have fun that you actually don't and now you're willing to let go of that now you're giving yourself permission to stop lying to yourself that you're having fun doing these certain things. And what are the things that you actually are intrigued by that you think is interesting, that you're wanting to do or be a part of or try out, that you've been telling yourself you shouldn't or that you can't or that it's not right to do those things because it's not right to be half fun in that way that you actually want to start having fun in and give yourself permission to go explore those things. 
All right, friends, I'm going to be real with you here. If you want to have fun in your business, if you want to have fun in your career, if you want to go through the challenges and be excited and stop taking yourself so seriously and, you know, live a life that is really aligned in the way that you want it to be and aligned with your fun that has room for fun. If you want to build a business that not only makes room and allows for fun, but that's one of the pillars of it, then you belong in the Solopreneur Collective. When you enter the Solopreneur Collective, this is what it will feel like. Your neighborhood cute cozy boba shop or tea shop or coffee shop that feels like a second home that you can work in, create in, connect in, and vibe in. It's going to feel like a magical healing hot spring at the bottom of a waterfall where you can luxuriate in for as long as you want. The people in there, it's going to feel like a sisterhood of long lost souls reconnecting, hugging, and laughing. It's going to be like an all levels dance class where everyone's supported, strengths are emphasized, and new skills are cultivated. The Solopreneur Collective is going to feel like a Marvel movie where true hearts, great minds, and passionate souls unite, or shall I say, assemble. And your experience throughout your entire year being in the Solopreneur Collective guarantees that one, you're not only going to be working on building an incredible business and stick with it and play with it and change it and whatever, but the entire experience in it will probably look like Aang's journey in the entire like Avatar The Last Airbender TV series or like Chloe from The Nine Lives of Chloe King or if you're really audacious, your journey's going to look like Tony Stark from Iron Man. Whatever it is, you are the hero of your story and your mission is calling you to own up show up and level up all right friends if you couldn't tell that episode was recorded before i went to australia and i am back and better than before that being said the solopreneur collective applications are open right now so you can go ahead and apply in the link in the description box of this episode or you can find it on my social media link in my bio on at jensway coaching on instagram that's at J-E-N-C-U-I coaching. Applications close on September 19th and we start on September 22nd, 2022. That is in time for the autumn equinox. All the information that you need for the Solopreneur Collective about all of the calls that we're going to have, the meetings, the topics, the kickoff event, and all of that is going to be in the application form. So just check it out. And even if you don't really know if you want to join yet, I really encourage you to just go through the application questions because you don't need to know exactly what you want your business to be you can have a business and you can pivot it's just all part of the process it's all part of the fun so the application questions are set up in a way to help you really hone in on what is it that you truly want it helps you kind of wake up the things that are inside of you that maybe you've ignored maybe that you know have been there but haven't been really able to create the space to see in terms of what you want for your future what you want for your career to look like and it is going to be incredibly valuable even if you don't end up joining i just really encourage you to go through the application process that being said We are only accepting eight people maximum into this round of the Solopreneur Collective to keep it really high touch, really intimate, really family oriented, and to give you the support that you need in order to build a really successful business within a year. So if that interests you, check out the link in the description box or go to the link in my bio on my Instagram to get more information. See you soon.